0: What it do, what it is, what it ain't. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Get Right Podcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to get notifications of new content. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You dig? Kill the music. Yo! What it do, what it is, what it ain't. It's your boy T-Man's The Get Right Podcast, and we are halfway in the season four. And as always, man, I'm never rolling solo. And um, I'm going to kick it off with a few things, though. But as always, man, I'm rolling with the brain trust. The word count is on with the homie Rod. Let's go. Give us three right now. What up, though? Yes, sir. And always, the people that love to hate,
1: hate to love Mr. Misconception, D.C., it's your boy DC and the place to be. Man, we already halfway through. Halfway man, through,
2: bro.
1: This season been flying by. But uh I mean yeah, time for when you have
0: fun, man. And um, as always, uh we like to have a guest from time to time, just in case people don't want to get mad at DC all the time. And um <laughs> a few weeks ago, you know, Rod, we we know we we talked about, you know, one us as, as black men being minorities, but also being allies, because we always want to support people who, who are not being treated fairly and, and quality, equity, and all that, but we also want to seek to understand. So, we, we talked about these a, a few uh, weeks ago, a few episodes ago, three episodes ago to be as that, man, and we talked about even people we know, you know, from the LGBTQIA+, I hope I got that right, but I do got a guest, you know, who, who um want to hang out with us and chop it up with us, so I got Christy J. She's going to be chilling with us, and, and we're going to throw some questions at her. She's going to throw some questions our way. But uh, Christy, what's happening?
3: What's up? Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. We, we appreciate you just giving us the time. And, and appreciate you, you know, as always giving. I know we talk. You give us feedback on the show. You love the energy. You love the vibes. And um, even from our that, that episode that I, I did talk about, where you was like, hey, I really like Feel where y'all coming from and seeking to understand, and I appreciate you just taking on the invite. I was like, Absolutely. hey, pull up on us, let's hey, do it. Yeah, so before we jump into it though, tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: All right, so I am Christy, I go by Christy J. Um, I'm originally from the east side of Detroit. I recently bought a house about a year and a half ago, so now I reside in Ohio. Oh,
2: I do okay. not,
3: I am not a fan of the Buckeyes. <laughs> Right. I'm still, I'm still very much so in tune with my Michigan sports. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know, I don't know how to do an introduction. Really, it depends on what you guys are looking to know. But yeah, I, I live in Ohio. I'm from Michigan. Super okay. excited to be here today and to be as transparent and open as possible. That's
4: what's up. It's sorry, up. sorry to hear you have to live in Ohio. That's- <laughs> It's pretty unfortunate
3: listen you know you have people that's glass has full glass has empty so it's all about perception which we you know i think that's what the conversation will lean towards today is perception <laughs> delivery good? intentionality you know so you know
1: oh, so why ohio though
3: ohio quick short simple more bang for my buck and still in a very reasonable commute to my work so right. I'm only an hour and eight minutes away. I only have to do the commute Mondays and Tuesdays. So it was worth it.
1: Okay. So what? Like, you still working in Michigan? Is Ohio like next to Michigan? I don't
3: even know. Yes. So um, I
1: ain't read a map, bro.
3: I'm in Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> so maps. It's
1: 2023.
3: It's literally like Michigan. Like from my house to enter the sign that says "Welcome to Michigan" is about 20 minutes. So it's really not mm-hmm. that bad.
4: Yeah, right. T- Toledo is actually a part of Michigan. Fun fact.
1: Huh. I've but, heard of Toledo, but... oh, is it pretty
0: so pretty much, pretty much like, like we Okay, I know... see it's right on the border. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah go, oh, so,
4: look at what do you read in the map, aren't you?
1: Google.
4: So fun fact, part of the reason of why Michigan and Ohio have not beef, but kind of beef is because of Toledo. Like Toledo was actually Michigan territory, but Ohio claimed it through a, I think it was like a survey or something. They claimed it illegally. So Toledo was supposed to be Michigan, but. Wow. For some reason, it's Ohio got to keep it.
1: Huh. Are there a lot of black people in Ohio? <laughs>
4: Columbus. 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 Toledo got a got a few, right?
3: I, I feel like so. they're they're venturing they're venturing in. I feel like um I really can't speak to because my neighborhood, I'm pretty much it's not that many. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. But you well, think
3: so because of how close we are to, you know, Detroit.
1: Yeah, because
3: we established Detroit towards a moving. black city. Yeah, because Detroit is Gentrifying now, so the blacks are moving out, the whites are moving in.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm. That's wild. Not, to, not to the east side, though.
3: <laughs> that's right down. Technically,
0: uh,
4: here he that's yeah.
3: not
0: hey, hey. <laughs> 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 hey R- Ryan, you're gonna have to tell her what side you're from, man, because I, I can see where this is leaning towards. <laughs> hey, man,
4: it ain't no secret. I'm from the best side, west
3: side. You know what
4: it is. <laughs> the fact that you
3: guys have to lead with that is like overcomplicating. <laughs> like you already know what you're about to say is full of it, so you're like, <laughs> you're <best> side <laughs> in the West Side." You know what's understood yeah, don't need to be explained. So we just say we from the East Side, you know, and then leave it at that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, my, my, it. my wife is, cl- is clapping her hands
4: hearing Christy <laughs> say that. <laughs>
3: exactly.
4: Hey, I'm I'm well respected on the East though, so that I got I got love over there. I just be joking. <laughs> but East is different though I don't see too absolutely. many absolutely
3: in a good way uh, though
4: Yeah. I don't know about that <laughs> I don't know about that now, DC I don't know if you, you heard a few few seasons ago T told a story of when he had D, or I think DC you told it of when you came to Detroit your first time yes. I understand you say you were on the West but I don't believe you he was on East, the West East, yeah. well I guess you didn't get robbed so
1: no, I didn't get robbed, but he definitely set me up to get okay. robbed. Okay, <laughs> so, so, so if, you,
4: if you was on the East, yeah, you wouldn't be able to say I didn't get, bro. It would have been
1: got because
4: easy work, man.
1: Yeah, uh, bro, I, was, I know I was food on that corner, bro. I know it. This man knew I was coming. Yo, I'm on the way. I'm an hour out. We're 30 minutes out. Yeah, 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 I'm going to be there. I showed up, bro. I mean, why
0: are we dwelling again though, Rod? See, Rod, <laughs> <laughs>
1: never forget. Never forget. forget. It's all good. So,
0: <laughs> man, but Christy, thank you for the intro, man, and getting us hit, getting us uh riled up a little bit with the East Side That's West Side me. thing, man. Between you and Rod, it's gonna be fun. Let me ask you this before we get into it: Because you say you you a huge Michigan? You follow Michigan sports? What what side? Are you a Spartan or a Wolverine?
3: Oh, uh, ring, Go blue.
2: That's right. Now my wife don't go. like you.
3: Hey. Oh <laughs> Spartans. Hey. See, how, see how fast you lose a friend? Yep.
4: Yeah, I guess so. Hey, and see, and that's why I love east side people. You know what I mean? She you knows what she's
1: talking about. <laughs> go blue. So <laughs> no, I'll be honest. And granted, I'm not from that area, but I never really hear people talk about Michigan State. Like I've always heard gold blue all over. I lived all over, you know, the country army brat, and I've met Michigan fans all over, but I honestly don't really meet Michigan State fans.
0: No, not outside the state. Not that much. Not no, not really. Yeah, like on a national level, it's
1: always gold blue. Like on a national level.
3: And that speaks volumes. Say less.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it.
1: (laughs) Do oh, you like, think I could think about with Michigan State is Magic Johnson? I can't think of like anything else.
4: Yeah, I mean, hey, like she said, they don't have to be explained, bro. Damn
1: it. Yeah,
0: there <laughs> it is. Well, speaking speaking of explanation and, and showing love, as always, right <laughs> and Rod, I'm gonna defer to you because I know you asked the question on our on our show, and I don't wanna I wanna make sure we get the tape right. But we were also like like I said, we speaking about you know equity equality and even viewership as well um and right i know you talked about is it is the media like overkilling in a sense of like pushing the initiatives of the mm-hmm. lgbtq so I, i'll let you re- repeat the question and then amy and christy will love to just have your opinion and and ladies and gentlemen who are listening this is christy speaking on her opinions you're not you know what i mean you're not speaking for 100 people but she's speaking from a lens that we're not on and she's and so so rod i'm gonna let you throw that question out there though bro
4: yeah no i appreciate you jumping on first and foremost uh, honestly i think it was i couldn't tell you the episode that you're gonna have to go to t to to figure out the episode but <laughs> <laughs> one of these episodes you know we were talking about the community and really understanding their mindset on how they're being portrayed in in mass media, right? Like again, I my opinion, this is strictly my opinion, it seems like it's being forced a little bit too much. And it you know, it's it's kind of cringe worthy for me. It makes me a little uncomfortable because it's like we're trying too hard to put it into places that it doesn't naturally just flow with. You know what I mean? So I, I extended the invitation for anyone to come on here and try to explain their point of view and what they feel the media is trying to do with, with the perception of the, and I'm not going to even try to say the letters. Cause I just learned it was more of them and I'm not going to butcher it, but I'm just going to call it the community if that's okay. And really just understand your, your perspective on how you feel you're being portrayed right now.
3: Absolutely. Well, thank you guys again for having me. Yeah. And, um, I'm going to, again, be as tactful and, you know, respectful as well as honest as possible. So I will say... Um, that the community is fine, by the way. I, I think that's, mm-hmm. you know, appropriate because it does add many letters. And I think that's mm-hmm. their part of trying to be inclusive. But it, I think we need to stick with the plus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any more letters. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say um, some of this, I kind of share it with T with the feedback of the show, which is I do not like how we as the community are being perceived in the media. Um, But I think it has a lot to do with the fact that so many people felt silenced and and unable to speak out to where Mm -hmm. now we're in the world of today where we can do and pretty much say whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I think sometimes when you give people that type of power, it may not come out as we would want to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say that everything is about intentionality, perception, and delivery, As a woman in the community who is raising a child, I think that I come from both ends, right? What's appropriate, what's acceptable, what needs to be done and where it needs to be done and how. Um, I do feel like right now it's being a little shoved. It is cringy. I feel like um, it shouldn't be hidden, but it shouldn't be exposed the way it has been. I do feel like you see certain stuff, you watch certain shows or movies, and you'll be like, well, why, what was the reason, right? And I'm a mm-hmm. I'm big fan of if I do something or if something gets done, I have an image in my head of how I want it to play out. Like, what is the why behind what I'm doing and what is it that I'm trying to get from it? Mm-hmm. I think t- to my point of, because I can only speak for me, I feel like I do like the inclusivity of trying to be more... Um, involved in the community and and having those points, but to what extent? And Mm -hmm. I think as a minority in a few different areas in life, I think nothing is more rewarding than to raise a child and be able to show them that they can see their life outside. Right. So that's why Barbie was in a wheelchair and she had Mm -hmm. a hearing aid and like there were other things so kids can relate. Well, I was raising a child and raising a kid in um, a two mother household. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want it to be something that she feels is, you know, irregular. And it's a way to have that conversation. So without going on a tangent I feel like no. to answer your question I do not like the way we are perceived in the media and I think it's not just people who aren't as educated I do Mm -hmm. think people a part of the community are adding fuel to that fire as well because again everybody wants to be heard in a time where they feel like their voices are being listened to now
4: yeah that's a really good point and I think it was eloquently said as well um, a, a follow up question. Now that I understand too that you're raising a child in you know a two mother household environment, I believe mm-hmm. you said. Um, how do you balance that? Right? How how do you? Because again, we all know the mass society is going to look at that a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I get it's more open now, and you know more individuals are trying to be as inclusive as possible. However, there's still a mass variety of individuals that are, you know, anti-whatever label you want to put on it. Anti-community. Yeah, anti-community, right? So how do you balance, like, having your child understand the difference? Or uh, may I ask how old they are?
3: Yep, she just turned eight.
4: Just turned, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I have a nine-year-old. So, you know, I I struggle me personally trying to even have that conversation with them because I I feel like it's needed to, to have, but I also don't want to try to form any opinions one way or another. So how do you, how do you balance trying to let them be them, but also understand that, Hey, things are a little different, right? I know we don't want to look at it as different, but it, it is a little bit different, but you, you have still the freedom to choose to choose how you want to grow up, to choose how you live, just because you see this in my household doesn't mean that you have to live that way. Right. Or vice versa. So like, how do you approach that especially having a child?
3: Absolutely. I think it starts as early as it's happening. I think for me, for her, it was all she knew all her life. So that conversation happened pretty early. Mm -hmm. Um, It's about being intentional also giving them a space to ask any follow-up questions Um, and I think it looks different for everyone because you know um, some people their kids are introduced to it as soon as they're born and some kids are introduced to it in a later a later time in their lives so I think the conversations always look different but I've always taught my daughter that life isn't going to look the same once you walk out this door and that's from your hair color your eye color your skin color your hair texture everything looks different Um, And just because someone looks different doesn't mean it's wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like that's everybody's parenting style is different. And one thing I learned is if you shelter your child, the world will be scarier Um, because there is the time is different. Right. So I I catch myself having random conversations in the store. You know, you can see um, people that are a part of the community that may may appear in a certain type of clothing, but still is presenting as. You know, opposite, right? So, like uh-huh. a man with a field, full beard, but still wearing a dress. And how do you have that conversation with your kid? So, mm-hmm. I try to have open conversations to where when we do go in public, it's not super out of the blue. Like when the Bruce Jenner, uh, Caitlin situation happened, it was kind of one of those things that was a topic of conversation, no matter where you looked, clicked. Commercial, whatever. And so mm-hmm. it's just having those intentional conversations. So I let her know at an early age that you have two mommies, and some people have two daddies. Some people have a mom and a dad. Some people don't have either, and some have only one of the other. And just because someone doesn't have either doesn't make them less loved. So it's just having the conversation for them at that age. Mm-hmm. And I catch myself having different conversations on different levels, but ultimately saying the same thing. Um, because as she gets older, she has those questions, like the school systems are trying to integrate, but at the end of the day, I think it was something that I didn't like as a child, just, you know, daddy daughter dances, right. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's, it's not even about being a part of the community. It's about people who don't have fathers may have been born without one, may have lost one. So just being mindful of that and so you know also having those conversations with the teachers right like hey you know very upfront she has two mothers you know this may be how conversations go please make sure my child feels safe and if there's a a situation with either a parent or a student my door my number everything is always open to reach out and so far the school systems you know have always been very supportive very active parents so I think it's not really what but how Mm -hmm. And being prudent with it, right? So you always want to show that you care and you're being thoughtful, no matter what community you come from, what race, whatever, um, and and laying down that respect and what you won't go for.
2: Mm, Bars. Mm
4: -hmm. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's an interesting topic, right? And you're right. Everyone's conversation is going to look different. Like I uh, like I said, I I struggle with trying to to have that conversation and balance because one, you know, I'm I'm gonna just keep it real because that's all I know how to do. I will never understand what it's like to be in the community just because I don't understand it right. I, like when I see a dude, like if T tried to rub up on me, I'm like, yeah, bro, <laughs> hey, bro, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> like, 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 bro, I'm not, yes. I, I'm not, I'm not attracted to you, man. Like I don't, I don't like you like that, like. Cool. You do what you do if you want to go with somebody else. But I am i wouldn't I don't know. I, I would never say never, but I don't I'm 40 years old. So I probably can say never on that one. I would probably never understand what it's like to have those feelings and do those type of things. So it is a more difficult conversation for me to have because I was and then let's be real. I was raised in a different environment. I 100 percent, you know, grew up in a very homophobic environment i would say right we we grew up in uh in the 2000s 90s hip-hop era which was very anti right Uh um yeah and i had to learn as i got older and got exposed to the world right like my very first job out of college is probably the first time that i met my openly gay individual and i'm like damn bro you're kind of cool bro like you like you know the the representation back then was that everybody was flamboyant and it was just like uh uh, you remember the, the the movie Low Down, Dirty Shane?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: yeah. You know, that, that was the representation. So you felt like, okay, that's how everybody's going to be. But when I w- met, I'm not going to put his name out there, but when I met him, I was like, damn, you cool, bro. Like, I, I never knew. And, you know, that opened my eyes at an early age. I mean, I was like 21, 22, where I was able to have those conversations and at least have a different perspective of what was being represented and what was truth right so i can have those type of conversations but to talk on feelings and um you know have all you know further conversations about it is it's been a challenge for sure yeah what i will it's-
3: add oh i'm sorry go ahead
1: now, what you got, Christy? I
3: was just going to say what I will add to that is as parents, we I mean, you know, we all go raise our kids the best way we know how. And I feel like the, the most important thing is to have that openness of just like even if you don't know how to have that conversation, just have that space like, hey, everybody looks different. If you have any questions, if you're confused, if something you don't you know, you don't feel comfortable about, if you want to know a little bit more about it, just having that openness because, you know, one thing that was something that, you know, because I was also too raised and came up in the in a household of homophobia um, and one thing that they like still press to this day is like, well, what if, you know, my child is going to be a part of the community and it's just like if she is or if she isn't I'm going to love her regardless but mm-hmm. I'm not forcing it down her throat but I'm also not hiding who I am and yeah. you know she she's eight you know she's going through puberty she's you know saying ooh he's cute I got a crush on him like kid stuff and it's very it's a bad perception that people have that like oh if you're getting raised by two dads and you're a boy you're gonna you know turn out to be gay or you know vice versa mm-hmm. so um I will say that to add to that
0: you heard that they de- debunk that right mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you sound like when you're saying like yeah, that's not what it is like um just love I mean into Rob's point like you said you get to know people the same thing whether you're in the community the color of your skin but that you need to get to know the person's you know heart their character um before you know because it's true we all grew up in in that in that era in that genre i know my dad was like that um as well i had other family members like oh no that's just what that is um you know you were kind of told just don't even think about that look at that um in in a sense look down
2: Mm -hmm. and be Uh
0: disrespectful towards that individual and then and as you as i've gotten older too it's like oh no i mean i'm a human being too so, uh, and a minority at that. And so, what about my character? What about how I present myself? Not just, you know, my lifestyle or, or the color of my skin. So, definitely, man. But, DC, you was about to jump in, bro. What did you about to say, G?
1: Man, I don't even know, bro. But, um... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was just listening to y'all, man. I'm just taking it in. But, um you know, I'll say that, you know, one thing Rob was saying is like he don't really understand it. And I don't either. But in my experience, you know, we don't really need to understand it. You know, you don't have to understand something to tolerate or accept something. You know, I would like to use an example. One of my uh, one of my very good friends uh, lacks melanin in his skin. And, um, <laughs> and we kick it all the time. You know what I'm saying? I was Shout saying out too, listen, too. He he listen to him because he listened. He listened too. He might be Shout listening. He might be listening. And he's one of my best friends. And we talk music. He's a big hip-hop head like I am. And, um, you know, you know, I listen to the ratchet hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? And he does too. But um, still, he understands the rules. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't drop the N-bomb, for example. Now, he may not understand why i say it and he can't but you don't have to understand it you know what i'm saying just accept it and, and that's kind of how i look at at the community you know what i'm saying i i, I honestly can't understand like looking at a tee or looking at a rod i'm like mm, i'm gonna get that no <laughs> i don't you know what i'm saying like i just that's not me at all mm-hmm. but if that's for the next man or for the next woman or whatever so be it <laughs> you know what i'm saying that ain't got nothing to do with me you know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I look at it. Because uh, same, you know, you know 80s baby. Uh, my, my family wasn't really homophobic that much, but that's just the culture in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially, I would say, black culture, which is ironic because, you know, black culture, black people in America, probably some of the most oppressed. Uh, the only person, only culture I can think of that would maybe more oppressed is Native Americans. I mean, they got almost extinct. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But... Black people, I would say, if not the most oppressed, second most oppressed, but it's ironic that as we, much we, oppression we, as we faced, we turn around and do the same thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To like another culture that maybe we don't understand <laughs> or agree with.
4: Well, that's that's a whole other topic right there, bro. You, I, I think that's on a Black of the Berry part three. You know what I mean? But we, we, yeah. we're taught self-hate anyway. You know what I mean? Historically, we're taught to self-hate each other. So it's not actually that surprising that we would look the other way for someone that does something differently than what we do. Yeah. Right? That's
0: not, yeah, that definitely a back of the bit. that sounds like a panel yeah. show right there. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a show for a panel. Chrissy, yeah. you, how you pull up on that one.
3: Listen, I'm here always. But to <laughs> go back to that, I wouldn't even say that we have to accept what we don't understand, but we have to respect. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. That, that it's the word.
3: respect for me because you don't have to accept my lifestyle. You don't have to accept my choices, my sexual orientation, my sexual preference, how I identify. But you do have to respect it. And I feel like that's one of the things that, you know, um, to, to, to the point of the the show that kind of made me, you know, grasp to come on is just because someone is a part of a community don't mean doesn't mean that they are all in agreeance to everything that happens in that community, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even going back to the black community, right? I'm a part of that minority as well, how our, our blacks are fighting our blacks. And you know, mm-hmm. just because you know it's happening doesn't mean that all blacks wanna fight each other. It's mm-hmm. the same that's... with the community here, right? I don't agree with everything that's happening in the media. I too have questions that I want to answer and need answered, right? Not all of the letters make sense to me, either. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's okay. I don't think we need to know everything, right? I'm Black. I don't know all of Black history. You know, I'm a part of the community. I don't understand, accept, or even know all of the community. So I do feel like it's all about just respect, and Mm -hmm. and just respecting each other as, if nothing else, humans. Because we're all human at the end of the day.
4: That's facts, big facts. Yeah, and really, and really, that 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 takes growth, right? Because a lot of the things that we learn are just that—they're learned habits or learned behaviors. We can change behaviors, we can't change personalities, but we can change behaviors. And I learned that as I started getting exposed to more. Right, what, what did your boy Freddie T used to say, T?
0: Hey, man, exposure leads to
4: expansion. And that's, I mean, that's probably the mm-hmm. truest statement I've heard in in a long time. Because once you start experiencing those things, and, and, and it goes back to, I, I heard a conversation not too long ago that said, like once a person is racist, they can't be. I don't know if unracist is a word, but it's <laughs> gonna be a word today. But <laughs> <laughs> like, like someone once said that, and I was like, I don't, I don't believe that to be true, because. Again, it just takes exposure. Like, I I didn't grow up around... I mean, we're from Detroit, man. Well, me and Chrissy from Detroit. (laughs) wasn't a lot of diversity around my area at all, right? Like, I didn't experience other cultures and races. Even though Michigan is a melting pot, it's pretty segregated, honestly. Um, Not intentionally, I don't think, but just naturally, it's just segregated, right? You got Dearborn, you got Hamtramck, you got you know um southwest you 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 just have pockets of places that people mix with kin and you don't really interact that much so once you start crossing those barriers and interacting a little bit more and learning more about different cultures again you learn how to respect that individual and their struggles because we all go through the same things it might not be the same exact struggle but we all have something that we have to go through and there's some sort of commonality that we can all come to we can even if it's a disagreement right like one of the terms that again that i've used pretty frequently over the last because we've had some changes going on in our in my day job is some things you just got to disagree and align you know what i mean like it's cool to disagree but we can align and move on like okay i got my point out you got your point out let's move on and i think once people start to realize that more you start to Fix humanity, honestly.
1: I think that is part of the issue Everybody that wants I'm having, right. that I'm having with the the community now, is it's not the fact that the community is a community; it's the fact that you cannot disagree with the community, at least not yeah. publicly. You know what I'm saying? Cancel culture is real. Yeah. I think some people do things and say things that do deserve some backlash and some consequence, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I do feel that too often uh we have to walk on eggshells when speaking about the community whether um it's um well i'll use the um neo um, yes wow. yeah perfect that's a perfect example where um i don't know if y'all saw the clip but yeah did uh, you neo, see that christy
0: that neo cr- clip
3: i didn't
1: so, so i'll, I'll it? break it so i'll break hold on i'll break it down so essentially <laughs> um she, he did an interview with some personality. Maybe it's Angie Martinez or something. No. Nah.
4: Gloria yeah. Velez.
1: Yeah, so Gloria, Gloria Velez. He did an interview, and essentially they were, they were talking about how um, the community was essentially kind of promoting letting young children uh, choose their gender. You know what I'm saying? Like young, like you know, under 10 years old. So you have an eight-year-old daughter. You know, she could choose a gender, and the parent should affirm it, uh, just accept whatever the child says. And so Neil was strongly against that. Uh, basically saying, you know, kids are just not mature enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, kids will say they want to be this one day, and then tomorrow they'll say something different. You know, one day they want to be an astronaut. Tomorrow they want to be an elephant. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then the next day, <laughs> yeah, for real. No, right? no, yeah, You know what I'm saying? And then kids say they want to get tattoos. And then they say they want to, you know, or they want to eat chocolate for, for dinner, things like that. So it's like his, his concern was essentially – you're trying to take the rights away from the parents to raise their children as they see fit. And he and he also referenced the law that apparently is passing. He kind of misquoted the law a little bit, but essentially there's a law in California that's passing that essentially um, like if two parents were getting divorced, for example, and that child um, you know, wanted to, um, I guess, assign themselves to a, a gender they weren't born with. If one of the parents do not affirm the, uh, that child's new gender identity, then the other parent gets the child. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And essentially, it's the, you know kind of the government's really getting involved in 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 folks' family. And uh, he kind of said it a different way. He did kind of misquote it a little bit, but that's what I'm saying. I'm paraphrasing is essentially how mm-hmm. that would work. So the so DSS thing will just come and take your kid because you know your daughter says. You know, if she feels that she's a boy and you you won't let that ride. It's more so of you and your wife split um, and she and your daughter says, hey, I feel, you know, that I'm uh, male gender. And you say, well, no, I don't agree with that. But your wife does or your ex-wife does. Then your ex-wife get the child. Mm-hmm. So they, that's kind of how that would work. And uh, I, I totally disagree with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just it's crazy because, you know, kids can't get tattoos. Yeah. Tattoos are All permanent. Right. They you can't know, kids, make
3: medical decisions either.
1: Yeah. Nope. Can't intercon- con- they can't write contracts. They can't drive. There's so many things There's that kids cannot do yeah. be- because we understand that they are too immature to make such decisions. But yet, and I would say your your gender identity is a pretty major decision, in my opinion. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But So they can make that kind of decision, but they can't get a tattoo. And I do believe that's something that the community is pushing that I don't agree with.
4: Yeah. And to just to expand on, that, I know Chrissy, you're probably going to jump in on that. Um, he did make a, a really good point as well to say if his son, his five-year-old son came to him and told him he wants to be a girl, he'll ask more questions, right? Like, so what is your opinion of a girl? What is a girl? Do you even know? Right? Do you want to play with dolls? Is that why you want to be a girl? Because you can be a boy and play with dolls. Do you want to wear pink? Because you can be a boy and wear pink. It's it's all about like what is your brain telling you man. exactly? And there was a lot of pushback apparently. Oh uh, yeah, he, the cancel culture on his head. Yeah, he he <laughs> came out with another video and said, "You will not bully me into apologizing of how I raised my kids." I'm mm-hmm. like, and I'm not mad at that.
3: Absolutely. So what I will say is a um very unpopular opinion and you know culture might want to cancel me as well is in our community you know a lot of people like to say i was born this way um the only thing that you're born with is your race and genetics right yeah. everything else is cultivated right it's it's something that you, you you get feelings and you you learn things you see things and ultimately you know you curate into whomever you become with that being said, um, I kind of forgot where I was going with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were uh, on that soapbox. It's I not, not a choice.
1: You were saying it's not. Basically, how you are is not a choice. Right? You, how you are, you are grew, is not a choice. You grew choice. into that, I guess.
3: Exactly. You grew into it, and when it comes to the kids making those type of decisions, I definitely am team. Let them grow up and be. Um, of sound mind to be able to make that decision. And I am also super big on seeking to understand. Um, I think I have a little bit of old school and new school in my parenting. So the old Mm -hmm. school me is like, I'm the parent, you're the child. It's my job to make sure I grow you into the adult you need to be, Mm -hmm, point mm blank, period. But the (laughs) new generation too is like, I know that the world literally now is our oyster. It used to not be, Mm -hmm. you can literally be literally be anything you want to be in today's (laughs) society pun intended Mm -hmm. um and so with that it's like okay I want to give you the space because like you said what is your definition of a girl what is your definition of a boy because it could very well be as simple as a color like the color Mm -hmm. I'm able to wear and feel confident in my skin again that everything starts from parenthood the parent giving you that space because I guarantee you right now, if you have a son in this community and you're listening and you give your son the free space to wear pink, Mm -hmm. he will be, he probably going to be the manliest man in that pink because you gave him the confidence to be himself in a different color. Mm -hmm. But the minute you make them feel like, well, why the hell are you wearing that pink? You're a man, you're a boy. We don't do that. The minute you make them feel like, their self-expression is less than, then they start to isolate and hide and then feel like, okay, well, because I like pink, does that make me gay? It makes them question themselves when really all he wanted to wear was pink. He wasn't even questioning his sexuality, but now Mm -hmm. he is because, We care so much about what our parents feel, say and think to where that comes almost first nature and our feelings and and things that we want to do come second nature. So I definitely feel like um, based off of what was able to be shared to me on Neo's interview that I totally agree. I feel like it goes to everything else in life. And I do want to go back to the sensitivity. Um, The community is very sensitive and to a. Certain point, I feel like it's warranted. um, Because again, it's in any community, right? I feel like when the Black Lives Matter first started, Mm. you really couldn't say anything without getting canceled. If you weren't on the Black Lives Matter side, it didn't matter what you were saying. If you weren't team Black Lives Matter, you were getting shunned. Uh Um, And I feel like with the community, it's the same way. And I think it's just because it's like oppression. It's like you have been silenced for so long. Now I'm talking when I wasn't able to talk. Let me talk, be quiet. So I think the sensitivity just comes from them feeling like You know, them, they, us, we, because I am a part of us. Um, I think Mm -hmm. we kind of just feel like we want to be heard and there is no need for a rebuttal because we've been silenced for so long. But again, it's about delivery. And I think what is being said is valid. I just don't think. The delivery is there, you know, Mm -hmm. how you can say one thing and seven people can say it and they'll all say it in different tones, use different words. And so essentially the message becomes a little muddled and it's different. It's like a game of telephone, right? Essentially, we're all saying the same thing, but we're saying it in different ways and everybody is having their own perception on it. So Mm -hmm. I, I would say that, yes, the community is very sensitive. It's very easy to get canceled. And I feel like um, it's, it's something we have to do as a community. Now I want to follow up with a question. Yeah. You guys are, are, are saying that you guys are allies, which I appreciate more than you guys will ever know. And I think that that was something that really got me in that, uh, in that episode was that, um, not enough heterosexual manly man or men are, you know, as open to be allies as much as, you know, I would like. Um, but my question to you guys is, what do you think is the the toughest battle that you kind of face being an ally? And is there anything that you've done as an ally that was maybe a good intention, but was not taken as a good intention?
0: Oh, those are two good questions. Mm-hmm. Who want to take this first? I'll jump in. You. 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 <laughs> <laughs> So um, I have I have two people um, that I'm aware of in my family that are in the community, and I love them to death. And, and so it starts with that. It's the person. I don't care what you like and who you love and all that. And it goes to D.C., like, they're not putting that on me. You know what I mean? They're not coming to me like, hey, come do this, come do that, or get involved in my activities. I'm not saying that there's still my family. I love them. When we're together, we eat, you know, break bread, that fellowship, all those good things, have conversations about life. And there's two people I love. And 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 so one, I'm proud of them because one, they they they're speaking their truth. And uh I would rather them live their truth than like you said hide and be in and start questioning themselves. Live your truth. And so um that's one of the one of the things that's that's um why I consider myself an ally now that I have family and I have friends as well and, and, and co-workers and people I consider friends. And so I was like, yo, you cool as hell. Like where Rod said, you meet somebody, like, damn, yeah, you cool as hell. Like you, you, you're a human being. We bleed the same and all those things. We breathe the same air and all that. And so that's one of the things I, I I try to always remind myself to what we've talked about earlier. We come from an era where it was almost we're raised to like think about you're weak don't be that person don't it's 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 disgusting words like that were used as i was growing up and these things and i realized like no like you're a human being first and so that's why i'm like yo at the end of the day and we're being oppressed to what dc said like how can i try to oppress somebody else and i'm still out here in this world today in 2023 being looked at different too Mm -hmm. and so that's one of the things and as I try to, I guess as an intention is um, always, you know, look, thinking about being inclusive because now you have to um, think about like, hey, we all going to uh, go out here, but this probably not might be your crowd or whatever this case may be. Or you, I may mention it to you, like, hey, Christy, you we're about to turn up here, but this might not be for you. Like the attention is there for you to be around us cause the friendship is there, but not thinking like saying it out loud, like to you like that. It's like, damn, bro, like duh, I know what I am and what I like. <laughs> you ain't gotta say shit like that. And so I've done that before and not, and just realizing like I'm being, I'm, I'm segregating you still. I'm bringing you in a circle, but then I'm putting you in a circle inside of our circle and that mm-hmm. shit ain't cool. And so I've done that in the past and I learned and, uh, and educated myself and even you know and this was a family member and um who's a female and she was like yo cuz <laughs> like i you ain't gotta you know i get it and i'm like you know what yeah you're right that was stupid and so that was that was for me you know want to be inclusive and then still putting her in the bubble you know what yeah. I mean? being dumb about it but those those are my two things
4: see i was the opposite i would not invite people because i didn't want to do that like, I know this is probably not just saying. And then, again, I, I still know people that are probably uncomfortable with that situation. So I try to not put anyone in that conflicting situation. I mean, it's it's important to to be around each other so they can get that exposure. But at the same time, uh, some of the people that I know is, you know what I mean, that, that ain't going to change. So I, I think for me, is not inviting someone because they were of the community just knowing the environment they was going to be in it it would make both sides a little little friction field i would say um what was the first question
3: how do you consider like what do you do to be a part of the ally for the community
4: gotcha uh you know for me that's i gotta think of that one like um for me I, I don't know i don't i don't go to like parades or anything like that even though we were a part of a parade yesterday we didn't know we were going to be a was party, part of
2: hey, a parade <laughs> <laughs> <starts> <laughs>
4: <laughs> we know we was going to be a part of the parade but we, we was in that thing <laughs> but um I think I, I mean that's I,
0: a part right there though, Rod. Think about yeah. it. How did you feel though? Did you feel like, oh, I gotta hurry up and get out of here?
4: Ooh, nah, man. He kept I the was same pace. Yeah, bro, I, was, I was
0: chilling. I was yeah.
4: chilling, bro. But you know, I'm comfortable with who I am, and I'm comfortable with who they are. You know, what I mean? They they try to hit on me. I'm just gonna take it as a compliment and tell them nah, I'm I'm not I'm not that way, bro. But I appreciate you for sure. <laughs> um. So yeah, for me, it's just man, just honestly, just treating everybody with respect and not worrying about what you do behind closed doors, right? I've had leaders, I've had coworkers, I've had um, enough individuals around. I don't think anyone straight, like, familiar style, but I've had enough people around to where I'm comfortable now, you know? Like, again, in my earlier years, maybe I wasn't so comfortable. And I don't mind standing up for somebody that's, you know what I mean? Going through something and they need a little bit of help. I don't mind standing up and, and rocking with them if they a solid person. Like, for me, it's about who you are. And if you're not solid, I don't rock with you. That's just, I don't care if you straight, gay, um, trans, there's, there's whatever. A,
0: there's assholes in every part of the community. <laughs> yeah, Let's
4: just call yeah. It. <laughs> yeah 100%. Yeah. I'm Yeah, trying to be PC about it, but, you know, if I don't rock with you, I don't rock with you. Um, so that, that's really my part is just, I'm, I'm treating everybody as, as equals. Like I used to think because someone, I still don't understand the whole flamboyant thing, but then I learned that I just don't like flamboyant. I'm not going to say like, that sounds rude, but my personality don't mix with flamboyant people at all. Like we just don't mix. Like if you extra, it just, I'm not (laughs) like, we just don't mix. I'm not going to knock you for it. Be you. You know what I mean? But We just don't, we don't mix like that because my personality traits are just way too introverted for extra, extra, extroverts, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And see, that's my thing. Like, to me, I don't see anything wrong with not wanting to be around a certain element because, bro, I got guys you know, heterosexual males, heterosexual women that like, bro, you, you do the most. I'm staying away from you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, you, too li- you too loud. You too, yeah, I got this, I got that, I, I got Rex on deck. I don't want to be around it. You know what I'm saying? And But it's not considered bashing because, you know, you just don't want to be around a certain element. Mm-hmm. But as far as, you know, I don't know what I do, man. I just break bread, bro. Like, I don't really care, man. Like, honestly, like this, I understand that, that there's been decades, maybe centuries of of a struggle uh, with that community and, and the, I guess, conventional world. So I, I do understand and respect that. But as far as what I do, I don't do nothing different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, uh, I, I just live my life <laughs> every day. Like, for example, um, you know I, know, I got locks, you know what I'm saying? And uh, my, my stylist is a gay dude. You know what I'm saying? He's married and he's pretty flamboyant. And we have a lot of conversations, man. He's cool as hell. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Mitch. You know what I'm saying? Go to the uh thing, what's his place? Wait, 90 now? spot, bro. No, 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 no. He's, He's not at the 90 spot, spot anymore. Yeah, he uh, oh, he left. Yeah, he left. Well, shout out, dude, hey, bro. man. Unfortunately, I cannot recall, but I know how to get there, but I cannot <laughs> recall the name of the, <laughs> the place. Naughty head. That's good. Shit, nice. I don't even want to mess it up, man. Hey, My was, bad. hey My shout bad, out Mitch though, man. Hey, shout out Mitch, man. Maybe I'll put it up on so maybe we'll take this clip or something. I'll put it out or something. Cause I cannot think of the name of uh, his salon anymore, but, uh, but we'll chit chat, man. You know what I'm saying? He'll be telling me about stuff that's going on at home. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'll tell him about what stuff that's going on at my house. And, you know, he's a grown man playing in my head, you know what I'm saying? For a few hours, every, you know, couple months. Mm -hmm. So like, it's, I don't know for me is whatever, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I've hired, you know, folks as part of the community, um, that's never really been an issue. I mean, to me, it's just more about character. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I guess for me, the best thing that I could do is is I'll talk to you and I'll treat you just like I would anybody else. You know what I'm saying? If I feel like you're on that bullshit, I'm going to tell you. I think you're on that bullshit <laughs> regardless mm-hmm. of, of what kind of lifestyle you're into. You know what I'm saying? Because that sure. really, to me, doesn't really matter <laughs> whether or not you're on that bullshit or not. Or... If you on some some real stuff, you know what I'm saying. Like if you if you keeping it, keeping it the thousand with me, you keeping it a hundred with me, then I'm gonna acknowledge that as well. You know what I mean? Regardless of you know who who what you identify as or who you identify with, you know. But the biggest thing is to me, I just don't like the whole pushing it on me, mm-hmm. and I also don't like I don't know the fact that they are trying to re raise. When I say they, I mean, I'm just, I don't know who they is, but I don't like the idea of you, you know telling who they me are. around to, to do, for example, I'll give you an example. Serena Williams, the media, bro. The media. Beyonce,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Tiger Woods, Floyd Mayweather. We all know who these people are. These, are. these are athletes and entertainers who have reached the pinnacle of their craft. Mm-hmm. Bruh, their parents raised them to be who they are since they were like toddlers. Beyonce's dad had her and her sister and, and the, the bandmates jogging miles while singing. That's what they used to do to get their stamina up. That's why if you go to a Beyonce show, she don't lip sync. She can sing and dance at the same time because mm-hmm. she's an athlete. C- Serena Williams, you know what I'm saying? Her father go. and Venus, her father, they she he raised those girls to be professional tennis players since they was little kids. Tiger Woods, Floyd Mayweather, you know, what I'm saying like there's nothing wrong with providing your kids with direction. There's nothing wrong with with telling your kids, hey, don't do that. Put that down, you know, because at what point does it stop? You know, some kids like to, um, I don't know, kill and dissect animals. That's true. And you know what happens when sometimes you don't step in? They and turn into say, to hey, first. maybe you shouldn't do that. You get Jeffrey Dahmer and that mm-hmm. really happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I'm not making this up for sure. You know what I'm saying? So like my, that's my thing is like, bro, like I, I get it with the whole, you know, you, you don't want to suppress what a child is saying or, or doing. I, I get that. And I think it's kind of a fine line between, Hey, I'm going to raise my child, how I see fit versus I'm going to suppress my child. And I do think there's mm-hmm. this, a, a fine line, but the problem is they're trying to erase that line and make the two one and the same and call it all suppression,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know? And I just, I don't know, it's, it's nonsense to me. Um, but I don't know that. I don't know if that answers the question, Christy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to you segue <laughs> it, but that's what I do. I just live my life, man. I don't, you know, I'll be honest. I, I don't think I've gone to any parades. Or, or marches or anything
4: but it was you know, unintentional
1: I, yeah, I, we I was coming I from be the honest. game but they was down on the block
0: turned up we went right yeah. like, like we didn't say oh man hell no we go all the way around bro. we're gonna cut through we goes hey we was like damn yeah. even rob was like bro they got funnel cakes
4: bro, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I straight was gonna stop and get that funnel
1: cake bro <laughs> yeah but shoot man for real to me breaking bread is probably one of the best ways yeah. to be an ally. That is all the this, best all way for this, me. all this junk take money, man. I don't care what nobody say. everything mm-hmm. costs money. You know, no, what I'm I saying? appreciate
3: that. I appreciate y'all answering those questions. What I will say too though is like as a as a people, as humans, right? Like all of us, not, not just mm-hmm. the community. Yeah. If we stop looking at life as a problem to be solved, or mm-hmm. you know, regardless to the situation in any type of minority or a community, if we stop looking at life. As a problem to be solved and just a reality to be experienced and lived and just embraced, the world would be a better place, right? Mm -hmm. If we all could just lead with intention and um, guide with solution, being solution focused, Um, the world would be a better place but you know I'm not saying nothing that y'all not already privy to you know Mm -hmm. Uh, coming from you know just being black men in America you guys have your own set of struggles I think it's just like sinning right like no sin Mm -hmm. is bigger than the next well Mm -hmm. no uh, segregation or feeling isolated or ostracized for your dynamic whether you were born with it or you curated it or you're dibbling and dabbling as you learn to live life right I feel like we should just all be respected as humans to live our our life the way we want it to live, look like no matter what it looks like you know if I want to be an alien and get my belly button removed and make my eyeballs completely white that is my prerogative and you don't have to like it accept it mm-hmm. agree with it but when I walk past you you will respect me
4: mm-hmm. God, and thank that's you, just it if I saw you out like that I might think you might try to kill me so I'm for sure going <laughs> to respect you <laughs> I respect all the aliens, bro.
0: <laughs> you know, there's a dude who did that. If it, that's who you're referring to, Christy. I saw that in the news. That dude had yeah, sure. his um, eyeballs all white. Mm. And now I had his uh, navel.
3: Wow, I didn't... I actually yeah, just, you didn't just I came know. up
0: with it. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm Mars. not in the media. I, the world... It's, it's billions of people in this world. Somebody thought that and said this was a good idea and I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
3: guys, if it's not in a podcast or in a book, I'm really not privy. I don't have social media. Like, it's really, I'm re- I'm really like, uh, yeah, I kind of to myself. So, mm-hmm. thank you guys for being so informative because I learned a lot of stuff. I had asked somebody on the last episode, like, what video, what wife? I didn't know <laughs> any of that. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was talking about Adam 22. She was like, yo, what is this about? So, I had
3: broken down. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and she was like, "Oh no, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah,
4: yeah, that's that's different." <laughs> no, but we we definitely appreciate you jumping on, man. I, I'm gonna say one thing about like, yeah, I remember when Frank Ocean first dropped, like back in what was that, like 2011, twelve, 2012. So imagine if Frank Ocean. Would have came out now versus back then, because Frank is still, still unicorn, bro. He's still top dog. But at that time, Frank was like one of the hottest young new artists coming out. Like I, I still to this day bump that mixtape nostalgia ultra over and over. And right before his album was about to drop, you know the the listening party. I think he had the song Forrest Gump on there. And they played that, and that's when you know it was like, okay, he's bisexual, and no, his his whole career probably looks a lot different now. You know, what I mean, now I will say that's probably the power of what the community has done is because his career. What I mean, he's still. I'm not trying to knock his career like he's just like a bum out here not doing nothing. He,
1: it definitely he put had, a dent in his career, though.
4: Hundred percent. Like he yeah. could have been. Who knows? Again, like I I think he, like again, Channel Orange, his first album. Fire. Crazy. Classic. But a lot of people don't know about it because of the time it came out, which is crazy.
0: Hey man, sucks to be (laughs) them.
1: See, I think music and art is a a little bit different because like with music specifically, oftentimes the listener kind of puts themselves in the artist's shoes. Like you can relate to it. Like for example, I'll use um genuine change. Is it called changes? My whole life has changed. I can't sing, but that song,
3: Difference. you know what I'm
1: saying? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I love that song. I think it. Was Dif- yeah, uh-huh. yeah. you know, we don't never call it by its real name, right? <laughs> <laughs> But um as dope as that song is, part of what makes it dope to me is like I can envision myself singing that to like my girl. As a matter of fact, I probably have. Like, if you mm-hmm. ain't spitting no game to a chick to that song, you ain't living. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and part of what makes it dope is you can, at least for me, and I think a lot of people, you can kind of put yourself in that mode. You know what I'm saying? And I think probably one of the the, the challenges I think part of is maybe we weren't where we are as a culture back then because mm-hmm. I think that was maybe ten years ago, fifteen years ago when he came out. I don't know how long ago it was, but it feels like it's a long time ago. Probably
4: 20. Something. 20 plus, bro. Probably.
1: So it was It was that early? Like, no, I wasn't. That would was, like, have been like when 50 came out. Like when you Get Rich and Die Trying came it, out.
4: Get Rich and Die Trying. It was 20 years, bro.
1: <laughs> right but i'm saying i don't think frank ocean was popping like that oh talking no about i thought i thought you was talking about uh genuine,
4: genuine. No, no, frank, no, no i was talking no, about no. Frank when he came yeah, frank frank was like 2012 i think it
1: was Twelve yeah. so about 10 years ago on, about, he, he like he I, I think we've probably come a long way but i think one of the challenges with the music is when you kind of put yourself in the artist's like shoes you know what i'm saying like i'm listening to a song like yeah this is me i'm on the block you know, I'm on the block like Rick Ross, you know what I'm saying? Even though I know good and well, I'm not, but you know, I kind of like, you put yourself in that mode, you know what I'm saying? And and I think that might be one of the the challenges with the music is like, wow. So I think some some fans were feeling like, ooh, well, I can't put myself in those shoes cause I don't really look at things that, that, that way. And I think it's just it just made it hard for people to kind of like, I guess, accept it. Cause music is very, very personal. You know what I'm saying? I think. Mm. Uh, that's why some people have some. Um, I'll just say the Pied Piper. You know, has you know, you no know, <laughs> scrupulous things, but people still rock with them because the music is that powerful. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. that powerful that you might overlook some things because it the music speaks to you. You know no, what I'm saying?
3: That's fair. And I also to to kind of piggyback off that. I do feel like if a said artist came out back then and their audience their fan base is heterosexual mm-hmm. they they're going to speak more negatively about what just came out and it's like the beehive she got a large fan base right so mm-hmm. if she does something and her fan base doesn't agree she's going to get canceled right mm-hmm. but if they're really? all if she's on to something right like and that's why i I wish more people in places in in their career like that, to, to use their platform for good and not evil because all it takes for Beyonce to do or anybody on her, you know, level is to say anything and, and the large population will go with it. Right. And I think ultimately that's why she kind of got, you know, not canceled, but a lot of people felt away way that she wasn't kind of backing Chloe in her, in her album because it was flopping, but it's ultimately like you have this power, what what are you gonna do with it? So if Beyonce was to say, you know, hey, you know, I'm 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 doing this and this is my life now, um, if her fan base agree, it would be a different story. So I think music is very personal, but I think fans also get super involved. And I think ultimately if the fan base is large enough, it can make or break your career.
0: Mm. Speaking of fan base oh, I know you said, and appreciate you as always. Like you said, you, you've you been following us uh, for a little bit. Thank you for that and following us and, and uh, listening in. You know, how, how how are you feeling? What's your take on us?
3: Honestly, if we who's can the be best host? fully transparent, <laughs> who's the best? <laughs> no, no no, host? no, no, no. I'm not
1: doing
3: yeah. that. <laughs> I, I like she you, man.
1: I'm going to make yeah. y'all feel in a kind of way, but it's, it's all good, Christy. I know what it is. <laughs>
3: listen what I will say full transparency is I love the fact that it's just conversational right it doesn't feel forced it doesn't feel like an interview it does it's very conversational I will say that because my personality type is very electric and extroverted it's weird because I feel like I'm an introverted extrovert um, because I like to stay to myself but when I'm in Mm -hmm. a social setting I'm the most social person in that setting Mm -hmm. Um, and I think Some of your episodes are a little monotone, a little monotone for my (laughs) personality type. I mean mm-hmm. it's chill it's giving you just Chilled with Snoop Dogg energy which is Fine because <laughs> I hang Out with Snoop from time to time so You know for uh, me, I, bars. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though You know um, when it comes To it's, it's a vibe right so you listen to Certain things in the morning you listen to certain things in The afternoon the evening I'm very much so big On podcasts. I just recently Got into like the visual podcast Where they you know are On camera as well but I do appreciate you guys' transparency. I love the fact that um, we don't always have to feel like we're agreeing with our, our counterparts. I feel like I hear that sometimes in podcasts, which is just like eh, I, I love a little bit of, you know, disagreement because we all don't feel the same way.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but
3: I would definitely say keep up the good work. Keep up the the, the interviews with different people. Definitely uh, felt good to be here. Definitely want to come back. I feel like you guys made it a very safe space. I feel like you guys are very intentional and I feel like it opens up the doors to have conversations that maybe not aren't easy to have or maybe just not having the right people to have that information given because again, like you guys said, our community is sensitive. So you got to be careful who you ask and how they're going to respond because sometimes you're in a community and you feel entitled to say whatever you feel like you can say because you're in that community, and that's not fair either. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, we appreciate that, thank you, absolutely. For you
1: know way. what, you inspired me to turn up. That's what I heard. You know, T over here, there we go. you, man. D-back. DC, you doing too much. Who would not say that? About, oh, it's a too, too monotone. No, nah, I'm about to turn up. It's turn up season. I'm coming back. I'm Let's going back to up, season one. I'm always turned
0: up. I mean, I'm I think she was back back to talking to
1: Rod, bro. She's I probably talking it. to
0: Rod.
4: Hey, bro, I am who I am, bro. Not <laughs> stay that way.
3: <laughs> no, it was not directed to one said person.
1: I'm turn bon- up season, turn up season. Next episode, y'all about to get the, the, the old DC. The Mr. <laughs> Misconception is back. There you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> See, I've been on my elder statesman lately, I man. I've been trying to, you know, say appeal to the people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm about to see what time it is. Hey, man, no, I'm just playing, but that's what's it. up. No, I definitely appreciate the feedback for yeah. sure.
0: We're gonna keep growing, man. And that's 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 why we're here, you know what I'm saying? So as to get right back, as we're gonna get right. So, as always, Christy, you know, we gotta hand it over to Rod. And, and let's Rod, you 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 know, you know, you always send us out with that that great quote. But if Christy, you want to leave us a little bit of insightful wisdom, it's up to you, but you know, are. Our host man, he he make us feel good Like Jerry Springer, he ended on that nice little note
3: Let's end it together I got one and he can end it
0: Oh okay, I love it Because I live for a a good
3: quote or two So what I will say is A a beautiful, prosperous life Is one where you are happy with yourself No matter what anybody thinks Mm -hmm. And to my allies And any other person in the community Do what is right That was easy
4: Mm -hmm. Mm. Damn, mm-hmm. I like it. I Appreciate like it. it. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I I guess I can. It's not gonna be as good as that, but I. <laughs> I <guess I'll> go. <laughs> All right. But I think it's fitting. So, it is not our differences that divide us. It's our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences.
3: Mm. Mic drop. Mm.
4: Hmm. Hmm.
3: That was equally as good, right? I can't even lie. I appreciate <laughs> it. Absolutely.
4: That's that East and West connection. I like
3: Listen,
0: it. Okay. Oh, okay. There it is. <laughs> I, I, I would have I begged to differ. I would have said, I would have gave y'all the, you know, the, the Wolverine. Probably Wolverine <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a little Wolverine.
4: Maybe. Maybe. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we tied hey. thread showing that we can come together as a people that's right <laughs> all
4: day
0: that's all I love man and you know a hey, rod always kicks it off with three words i like to end it with three so you already know kill the
2: music